Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like, what the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. Welcome to Parcast Crime Bites. We wanted to give our listeners some additional content to help them dive even deeper into the true crime world. Every week, in addition to your normal Crimes of Passion episode, we're exploring the most fascinating true crime themes covered across the Parcast network. You can find the original episodes of these for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. A list of episodes that we used will be posted in the episode description. On today's Crime Bites, we'll dive into cases that ended with the death penalty. The death penalty has long been a hotly debated and controversial subject. According to the American Civil Liberties Union, over 14,000 people have been executed in the United States. In 1972, Furman v. Georgia established that the death penalty was a cruel and unusual punishment, and it was abolished. However, only four years later, Gregg v. Georgia declared the death penalty constitutional, clearing the way for states to execute criminals once more. As of 2020, 25 U.S. states have capital punishment, though only two-thirds of those states have sentenced someone to death in the last decade. To this day, debate rages over the use of the death penalty. Those in favor argue it acts as a deterrent to violent crimes, like murder. But according to the University of Pennsylvania's Criminology Department, research into this theory has proved inconclusive. Opponents of the death penalty argue that as long as the death penalty is in use, there exists a possibility of executing the innocent, and it's a difficult point to argue with. Since 1973, 167 former death row prisoners have been exonerated of all charges and set free. But the United States isn't the only country to employ the death penalty. Other nations have their own complicated relationship with the concept, even relatively young nations. Today, we'll explore different cases that resulted in the death penalty and why it was enforced. Our first clip is from the Parcast original Today in True Crime and covers the decision to execute Adolf Eichmann, one of the chief engineers of the Holocaust. Following the end of World War II, Eichmann went on the run. He evaded capture for 16 years until he was found by the Israeli operative team tasked with bringing him to trial. Eichmann's trial began almost a year later, on April 11, 1961. It was an immensely controversial affair. Many believed that Eichmann should have been tried by an international tribunal 
or by a court in Germany, the country he committed his crimes within. Israeli Prime Minister David Ben-Gurion was vehemently opposed to this. He saw the capture of Eichmann as an opportunity for the relatively young nation of Israel to put the evils of the Holocaust on trial. Eichmann made an appeal for a pardon, claiming he was not guilty of the crimes he was accused of. His pardon plea, which was formally published in 2016, read, there is a need to draw a line between the leaders responsible and the people, like me, forced to serve as mere instruments in the hands of the leaders. I was not a responsible leader, and as such, do not feel myself guilty. On December 15, 1961, Eichmann was found guilty of all 15 counts leveled against him, he was sentenced to death by hanging. He appealed the decision twice, but was unsuccessful in both cases. He was marched to the gallows on June 1, 1962. As of 2019, he is the only person sentenced to death by an Israeli court. In that clip from Today in True Crime, Adolf Eichmann was executed in Israel in 1962 for his involvement in the Holocaust. In 1963, writer Hannah Arendt penned a book on Adolf's trial titled Eichmann in Jerusalem, a report on the banality of evil. In the highly controversial book, Arendt questioned the legality of the Israel-based trial and execution of a man whose crimes occurred in Germany. According to witnesses, Eichmann was unrepentant to the end and never acknowledged any guilt or wrongdoing before his execution. But our next criminal confessed to his litany of crimes. Coming up, the execution of serial killer John Wayne Gacy. Hi listeners, are you ready to sink your teeth into a sizzling new Spotify original from Parcast? It's called Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, and it uncovers the most damning details surrounding history's most high-profile leaders. Every Tuesday through the 2020 election, host Ashley Flowers shines a light on the darker side of the American presidency. From torrid love affairs and contemptible corruption to shocking cover-ups and even murder, she'll expose the personal and professional controversies you may never knew existed. You'll hear some wildly true stories about presidents such as JFK, Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, and more. Family drama, personal vices, dirty secrets. Very Presidential highlights the exploits you never learned in history class, but probably should have. Follow the fantastic new series Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. Now back to the show. 
The use of the death penalty remains a controversial topic. While some groups want to abolish capital punishment, others believe it is the only way to give true justice for certain heinous criminals. Our next clip is from Serial Killers and covers the death sentence of John Wayne Gacy. Gacy tortured and murdered at least 33 teenage boys between 1972 and 1978. On December 20th, 1978, Gacy confessed to his attorney. On the next day, police carried out a search warrant and discovered the decomposing bodies of Gacy's victims in the crawl space beneath his house. On December 22, 1978, John Wayne Gacy confessed to what he had estimated as between 25 to 30 murders. Gacy underwent over 300 hours of psychological tests leading up to his trial in 1980. He pleaded not guilty for reasons of insanity, claiming both schizophrenia and multiple personality disorder. But as we said before, while Gacy certainly suffered from severe psychological conditions, it seems that he was very much conscious and aware of his decision-making as evidenced by his full confession. The prosecution thought so as well, as they presented both evidence and witnesses that showed Gacy's premeditation and intention to cover up his crimes. Both Cram and Rossi confirmed these claims by testifying about the trenches Gacy had them and other PDM contractors dig on many different occasions. The insanity plea seemed a last-ditch and desperate effort by Gacy and his lawyers. Anyone looking at this case could see that John Wayne Gacy acted with both lucidity and foresight. The jury agreed, and on March 13, 1980, John Wayne Gacy was sentenced to the death penalty for 12 murders brought forth by the prosecution. In that clip from Serial Killers, John Wayne Gacy was sentenced to death for the murders of 12 of his alleged 33 victims. Though Gacy confessed to the murders before his sentence, he changed his tune after he was sent to death row. Gacy filed appeals while incarcerated and alleged that his business associates, who all had keys to his home, killed the teenage boys and put their bodies in his crawl space while he was away. Gacy's appeals and allegations were unsuccessful, and he was executed by lethal injection on May 9, 1994. Despite the horrific nature of his crimes, Gacy's execution drew a crowd of anti-death penalty protesters who held a candlelight vigil after his death. But protesters at a prison are unlikely to ever halt an execution. In fact, we're about to see that even intervening judges have failed to save a convicted criminal from the gallows. According to the Death Penalty Information Center, women are rarely sentenced to death. But our next clip from Female Criminals covers the first woman executed by the United States federal government. That woman was Mary Surratt. In 1865, Mary, along with seven other conspirators, was tried for aiding and abetting John Wilkes Booth in his assassination of President Abraham Lincoln. Essentially, even though her charges did not actually include murder, she would be tried and punished as if she had committed the assassination herself. She was looking at a possible death sentence. There's also some debate about whether the court was trying to punish John Surratt Jr. through his mother's conviction. Testimony from servants, boarding house tenants, and others had heavily implicated John Jr. in the plot to kidnap Lincoln before he left for New York. 
Even though his knowledge of the later assassination plot was limited, the same conspiracy laws used against Mary would have applied to him as well. Since John Jr. couldn't be found, it's possible the prosecutors doubled down on Mary's punishment instead. When the trial ended on June 28, 1865, all eight defendants were found guilty. Mary was convicted of aiding, abetting, counseling, and concealing Booth and the other co-conspirators. Two days later, on June 30th, six of the nine judges sentenced Mary Surratt, Lewis Powell, David Harold, and George Atzerodt to hang for their crimes. Samuel Mudd and the three other co-conspirators were sentenced to prison terms of varying lengths. Among the defendants, the only one to come to Mary's defense was Lewis Powell. When he heard that she'd been sentenced to hang with the others, he loudly proclaimed her innocence to anyone who would listen. Unfortunately, it was too little too late. In that clip from Female Criminals, Mary Surratt was sentenced to death for her part in the assassination of President Abraham Lincoln. Following the sentence, five judges wrote to ask President Andrew Johnson for clemency on Mary's behalf. They asked him to commute her sentence to life in prison in deference to her age and sex. But Johnson refused to sign the order for clemency. And on July 5th, Mary was hanged. To this day, Mary's guilt or innocence remains a controversial topic among historians. Despite its controversial history, the death penalty still has a spectral presence in many criminal justice systems around the world. Today's clips show that all manner of crimes have earned people a death sentence, despite their relationship to their own guilt. In Today in True Crime, Adolf Eichmann refused to accept responsibility for his role in the Holocaust. To the end, he refused to show remorse, even on his execution date. In Serial Killers, John Wayne Gacy confessed to the horrific murders of 33 victims and was sentenced to death. His crimes, staggering in number and brutality, weren't enough to sway opponents to the death penalty, who showed up to protest his execution. Finally, in Female Criminals, Mary Surratt was hanged, despite numerous pleas for clemency and much debate as to her guilt. Even today, many remain unconvinced about her guilt. Unfortunately, after execution, it's too late to change anyone's mind. Thanks for tuning in to ParCast Crime Bites. We hope you enjoyed this episode on the death penalty. We'll be back next week with a new episode on mass panic. What allows fear to spread so quickly amongst groups of people? If you'd like to listen to the episodes we discussed today in full, simply search for our ParCast original shows, Today in True Crime, Serial Killers, or Female Criminals on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. I'll see you next time.
Hi again, don't forget to check out the sizzling new Spotify original from Parcast, Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers. Every Tuesday through the 2020 election, host Ashley Flowers shines a light on the darker side of the American presidency, exposing wildly true stories about history's most high-profile leaders. There's torrid love affairs, shocking blackmail schemes, and even murder. To hear more, follow Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast.